Hey, Dance Moms fans, we are back seeing a new side of Miss Lorian Gibson, so we're going to go over all the details right after this. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Living where? Living where? <laughs> Techno remix. Living. Oh, on the dance floor. Oh, oh okay. Ah, I was thinking this was the Young and the Restless panel. No, no, no. We're talking all about dance. Oh, got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, my name's Tamara Brown. Uh, thank you so much for joining us for the uh, After Buzz TV Dance Moms recap of Season 17, Episode 19, All Choked Up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how you doing today? I'm good. I'm Karina Vargas. You guys can find me everywhere on Twitter and Instagram at KarinaXVRGS. And uh, before we get started today, we just wanted to uh, talk to you guys briefly. A little bit of um, news coming from AfterBuzz TV, the channel that you all know and love. And thank you so much for tuning in week after week. Um, we are restructuring a little bit in order to keep things as streamlined as possible for our fans and our viewers and listeners and to make things easier for you. So stay tuned as the uh, channel takes a direction where we um, help you find what you're looking for more easily by genre through comedy, drama, um, wrestling, sports, um, game, uh, reality competitions, and uh, things like that. So it will be a lot more easier for you to discover new things that are up your alley, things that you like. And um, it's going to be really exciting, everything that's coming up around here. So yeah. we're looking forward to it. So thank you so much for tuning in again. And stay with us because uh, we got a lot of really cool things on the horizon. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so we are in episode season 7, episode 19. Uh, this one's called All Choked Up. And uh, this one was interesting. We I got know. to see, like, a different side of Lorianne Gibson. I know. She was very focused, and I liked it. Even though last week she was, too, but this time I felt like she really gave it her all because she wanted to win. Yeah. You know? I think I think that, like, competition is... Because she's not, she's not used to competing. She's used to just being hired as a choreographer for uh, A-list talent and yeah. then just getting sort of carte blanche to do whatever she wants. And so it's... It's funny to, you know, that far into your career, have somebody be like, um, you know, no, we need for 12-year-olds to win a competition yeah. in, in uh, <laughs> the suburbs of Los Angeles. Yeah. You and, need to learn how to yeah. do that. And I feel like also because they didn't win and stuff, she wants to be out there and be like, you know what, my work is good, so I'm going to, you know, try it again and see where that leads her. Yeah. And, I it, mean, it was good. Yeah. Um, she's a lot tougher on the girls yeah. and, um, she's sort of, um, putting her foot down from the beginning when we start with the, um, pyramid, but it's like a kind of a yeah. alternate, <laughs> she called alternative it, pyramid. Yeah, she called it the A-list pyramid yeah. or like the A-list thing. So it was, was like C-list, B-list, A-list, <laughs> but it was ultimately a pyramid, but yeah. were, was there, um, okay. Who was on the pyramid? Okay. Well. I mean, it, she went from the bottom to the top, and Bryn was at the very bottom. That was the first people, the first person she called. Then Kendall, then Cameron, then Macy, Kalani, and then um, Lily and Ellie. And then at the top, it was Nia. Yeah, and when she called Maisie, because she was like in Group B, right? Yeah. And she even said like, "You didn't, you didn't dance." 
didn't she say you didn't dance this week? No, wait, it was coming off of Macy's solo the previous week. Oh yeah, yeah, where she messed up. Mm, that's right, that's right. But she still, I, she was still saying like Macy, you're an incredible. She's like a uh-huh. huge fan of Macy. Yeah, because like, Macy was able to like recover very quickly from you know she freestyled it you mm-hmm. know and so I think she liked the fact that she didn't just freeze and stayed there. Yeah. So. And who was on the top? Who's on the A list? Nia. Nia. Yes, my favorite of last week. <laughs> Good for Nia. Yeah. Um, up into a point because um, so um, yeah. I I wonder if that was um Lorianne's decision to like decide to go with the pyramid, or if that was something that maybe the show told her that we need this. We need to stick with this like same structure. Yeah, I think it was kind of like the producers and stuff, like, because the pyramid is tradition on Dance Moms, yeah. and Abby has always done it from the very first episode. So I think she wanted to kind of instead not call it a pyramid and call it the A-list pyramid um, to make it like her own type yeah. of stuff. But she I puts felt that like, celebrity spin on yeah, everything. <laughs> she does. Um, so I felt like it was probably the producers kind of saying like, no, yeah, you should continue doing it since it is a Dance Moms tradition. Yeah. Um, so she introduces that the two solos are going to be, um, Kalani and Bren. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's back, sort of also bringing back, you know, she brings back the pyramid. She's kind of going back Mm -hmm. to Abby's, you know, tried and true methods. Yeah. So giving out solos, giving out everything. Yeah. So we're going back to the old ways a little bit this week. Um, but Bryn gets um, not a lyrical dance. She wants mm-hmm. to, you know, really help Bryn sort of bring out that personality that we keep hearing that Bryn needs to, you know, we need to see more acting. We need to see more facial. We need to see more expression. So I guess she's giving Bryn a little bit of an assignment with this dance. And then um, Kalani gets something called Savage mm-hmm. because she wants... <laughs> Uh, this was her explanation of this. Did you, like, see the vision? I mean, I just thought that maybe it was, like, called Savage because Kalani does do all these really pretty and mature dances. That's And true. I felt like that's why this was maybe, like, even, like, when she performed, she was, like, wearing all black. It was, like, really dark. She was, like, whipping her hair. It was, like, very, like, very... crawly. She yeah. was, like, crawling on the floor. Like, not <laughs> crawling on the floor, but it was very, like creeper yeah so i thought maybe that's why because kalani's so um good at like doing the pretty like lyrical dances contemporary and stuff so yeah i thought it was different but i really liked it yeah um and then uh, of course she introduces the group dance and again going with sort of abby's uh way of doing things by bringing in some sort of like social justice theme to the group dance um the group dance is called q and it is a um it's sort of a nod to the trans community and um, things going on in the media right now mm-hmm. about transgender issues. And um, it's something like brought to the forefront more so than any time in history. Um, so she is um, theming the dance with um, a, a trans yeah, theme. A very important issue. Yeah. I thought it was really good for her to like do this i mean abby does has done a lot of you know dances that have these big messages behind them and i think that they always do good and i mean it's a good way to kind of express yourself through dance Mm -hmm. so i really like that 
Lorian did that. And when she brought out Rocco, yeah, that was really cool. Um, my question is, my uh, my DVR froze <laughs> at that point. <laughs> was Rocco? Is he a choreographer or is is he just her friend? Um, I I don't think he did was they a mention choreographer. That? Okay, because at the bottom I think it said producer and musician. Oh, okay. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was that. Yeah. Because I think it was mostly like her friend. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah, so um, so when she introduces the dance, of course, she says that the minis aren't going to be in it this week, yeah. um, which is a shame. I mean, I I understand all of her moves so far to sort of uh, really go for the gold with this competition, but uh, they're in fierce damp- dance competition in Fresno, mm-hmm. right? And they haven't had luck in Fresno previously. <laughs> So, um, she really wants to, like, knock it out of the park this time. Um, but, like, she doesn't want the minis in the dance. I don't understand why that's a move, because the minis are so, they're, I don't know, my eye's always drawn to them, so. Yeah, mine too. I mean, I kind of get the gist of it, because Lorianne did say it was, like, a more mature, or, like, very, um, I don't know the way that she worded it, but I kind of understood understood that like she wanted all the big girls to be in it, but at the same time, I mean, it's also an issue that is that you know has to do with you know younger kids as well. So I don't know. I was like in the middle of it of the whole drama. I was like, I mean, I get her point, but I get her point too. Yeah, you know? yeah, totally. Yeah. Um. So of course, this causes like a yeah rift between yeah the moms because um. Because Stacey and Yolanda are upset because the girls can't be in it. So this leads to a huge fight and it leads to, um, this is, I love the things that the moms make the kids do. Um, So Yolanda telling um, Eliana, like, go tell her that your friend, okay, before we even went on at this point in the episode, like even just when Yolanda was talking to Eliana saying, go tell her about your friend, go tell her. Even to me at that point, it's before the fight ensued or anything, it seemed like um, Yolanda was like, I was was like, you're really kind of making cheap the fact that she has a friend who's trans because just, just so that she can be in the dance. Yeah. I mean, I don't know because (laughs) I do like Yolanda and stuff, and some of her decisions I don't completely agree with, but I felt that maybe it could, her intentions could have been like, oh, well, this will get her in the dance, but then at the same time, I also felt like what if her intentions were to really just tell Lorianne, like, I'm happy that you're doing this, you know, because I have a friend that, that went through this and stuff like that, so I don't know, it was kind of hard at the beginning, I was thinking maybe okay, she's just going to tell her how happy she is that she's doing this dance and giving that message out. But then it did kind of turn into like, well, she does want to her daughter to have a part in the dance. Yeah. And I Yeah, know. I like Yolanda a lot too. Yeah. I, she's one of my favorite moms. I don't know why, for some reason, because she is she's so much, she brings so much drama. But she just seems a lot more, I don't know, I'm rooting for her more <laughs> yeah. than I, you know, like, I, I think. Jill's annoying, and, like, Bren's mom kind of is annoying, but, like, I, Yolanda doesn't bug me. I, I'm, yeah. like, rooting for her for some reason, but, um, <laughs> but you do literally hear Yolanda tell 
or Eliana say to Yolanda, um, just tell me what to say. Like, yeah. because to Eliana's nine, mm-hmm. right? For a mom to make her kid have this sort of intense conversation, say, you know, um, I have a f- good friend of mine who is transgender. I would like to use my personal experience and my, um, you know, like, uh, have my strong feelings about this, you know, use, utilize, I think it could be utilized in the dance. That's a heavy conversation to put on a nine-year-old to have. So I understand why Eliana's like, just tell me what to say. Like, that's a hard conversation for an adult to say. And I felt like Yolanda should have said that. Like, exactly what you said, instead of denying that, like, no, well, like, Eliana didn't tell me that, you know? Yeah. Because you clearly hear it, you know? And so I felt that if she would have been like, okay, well, yeah, she told me to, like, what to say. I mean, she asked me what to say, but because it's such a you know, difficult thing for a nine-year-old to tell somebody about, you mm-hmm. know? I thought if she would have just came out and said that, there would have been maybe yeah. less drama. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, Stacy kind of blew... Th- I mean, Yolanda was wrong to obviously attack her, <laughs> yeah. but Stacy kind of blew things out of proportion, too, you know? Yeah. And, like, especially when she apologizes, and, you know, that's when all the moms finally take Yolanda's side for the first time, because they're like... Yolanda goes out there and apologizes, and Stacy's like, what did she say? Like, no, you say the words, like, I am, I apologize for putting my hands on your neck or something. She wanted, like, a more specific <laughs> apology. I know. <laughs> the only thing that I didn't like in Yolanda's part was when um, she went to the little room where um, Lily, Macy, and Ellie were, and were, I felt like Yolanda was kind of not attacking them but kind of saying like oh like they're separating you or they're bullying you and stuff and it's like they've I mean they weren't mm-hmm. and so I felt like that was kind of a way to attack them mm-hmm. so oh, under- also it's like putting it in their heads they yeah. were probably like we weren't even thinking that yeah so-, so that's why I felt like oh no that I thought that that was a really really bad move in Yolanda's part yeah and so I understand why Stacy got up and got so angry because she was pretty much attacking um, Lily and saying, oh, well, she was bullying my daughter when bullying isn't something to just joke about or, like, attack somebody for doing that. So I understand Stacy, but <laughs> it was not a good idea for yeah. Yolanda to do what she did. I agree. I agree. Um, so I guess they... You know, they made a truce mm-hmm. pretty quickly. Oh, pretty quickly for dance moms, because, like, usually these grudges stretch forever. out for years and years and years and years and years. Seasons. And seasons. <laughs> and um, we wouldn't be here if it weren't for these uh, grudges and yeah. fights and <laughs> that everything. That is very true. Very true. Um, <laughs> so we, I, the episode, it kind of cuts pretty quickly to mm-hmm. the actual competition. Oh, wait. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Um. We didn't talk about the fact. That, <laughs> so, um, the, um, oh, the, okay, let me bring this up. I was saying this to Car, I was saying this to Karina before we started. I'm getting, so, uh, I don't know if you viewers have this, but like sometimes some cable providers, they'll show the following week's episode, like 15 minutes of it, um, before it even started. So I was just about to, I was just about to start talking about something that I thought happened in this episode, but it's like it's like a big chunk from next week's episode. So, 
I guess I'll hold on to that nugget. Yeah, but like, just, I, I just don't watch the fifteen <laughs> minutes that they air. I can't believe that they do that. Like, I because it's kind of confusing because at first you think that it's like the current episode, and then it turns out it's just like a long sneak preview of the next episode. Am I the only one? Yeah, because that's that getting that. Yeah, that doesn't happen with mine. Yeah, I think mine cuts off to the other the next show, which is also like another dance competition um, show. But oh yes, yeah. so sharp. Yeah. But that doesn't happen to me. I don't mm. get a 15-minute okay. thing. Because we didn't have... Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I don't want to say anything because it's for next week. <laughs> Maybe I'll say no, something. No I'll spoilers. Say it, yeah, I'll say it in um, uh, the predictions <laughs> because it's going to happen. Um, so, yeah, it cuts pretty quick to the uh, competition, right? Yeah. So, in, in the competition, um, Bren and... We start with Bren Solo... Um, right away like it it doesn't have the normal so many things are different now I wonder you know it made me wonder like um, a lot of times Abby probably had like final approval for uh, like a final edit from Lifetime and producers and stuff I wonder if now that they're you know Abby's MIA it's more in the hands of the producers I don't know I just I just thought it was very jarring it was like commercial break and then like Bryn's dancing right away so did it you think that been. or maybe there just wasn't really drama in yeah between. there just wasn't anything yeah that could be too yeah. abby's gone um like a lot of the it's just kind of yeah. they're just having to like work a lot harder to uh-huh. Lorianne is pretty cool yeah so. she's just she's just chill af yeah so i feel like, like there if there was going to be drama it's between the moms yeah not really with Lorianne. yeah that's true. That's true. They just don't have as much to, like, yeah. harp on. Um, so, yeah, Bryn's dance. Okay. What did you think of Bryn's dance? I thought it was different, um, but I still thought it was really cute. Because she's not used to doing jazz, and it was something very different, because she's always doing lyricals and everything. And I don't know. What did you think? Um, I thought it was interesting. Like, it was a lot more personality and a lot more mm, upbeat than we normally definitely. see from Bren. So that was good on that way. But it's pretty much three seconds into it. I was like, oh, this isn't going to win because of the fact that there wasn't enough. I'm going to call them tricks in there. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like for these, you know, this this long and uh, we've been seeing, you know, if you've been a Dance Moms fan for the past seven seasons, you know that in these competition dances, it's got to be, you know, pirouettes after pirouette, after leap, mm-hmm. and then, you know, aerial, and then um, just just trick after trick after trick, and this um, just lovely dancing without, with, like, minimal turns and leaps and things mm-hmm. like that, it just doesn't seem to cut it. Yeah, I don't think so either. And I think it is definitely because Lorianne is still trying to make it different, and, like, more of, like, what you're going to see in the professional world, not so much in the competition world but mm-hmm. she has to realize that we are in the competition world right you know so in order for them to place that they have to do all these tricks and all of that you know yeah. that the judges want to see because I guess Laura I, I'm just assuming like because from Lorianne's background she comes from a place where she's choreographing dances where you don't have to prove that you can do you know 10 pirouettes mm-hmm. like these she comes from a world where it's like we know we can all, like, all the dancers, we know that we can all do this. It's more about the emotion and the expression, and it's more about all these other... So I think she's looking at it from 
that perspective, I'm assuming, yeah. than a competition where it's like these are kids, these are kids who have been, you know, they devote most of their lives to dance. We need to see how high they can jump, how far they can um, extend their leg, you know, how many turns in a row they can do and, and not fall out of it. Like, yeah. these are things that judges want to see. And um, uh, I'm surprised Lorianne hasn't, like, just latched onto that yet yeah. because she is she has such an amazing background she could throw in I feel like she could just make the most um I want another word besides trick but like the most like um just like exciting like fireworks dance you know she could come up with all of those things if somebody was just like yeah you just need like pirouette leap pirouette leap just thing after thing after thing after yeah. thing um so yeah that's what <laughs> my point is that's what I thought of <laughs> Bryn's dance was that it was really fun to watch but it just wasn't like high uh high um stakes enough for yeah. the judges I guess and then um Kalani's dance um uh, what did you think of Kalani's dance it was amazing yeah. <laughs> I love Kalani first of all but this was also something very different for her and even she was talking um when she was rehearsing like oh my gosh this gets me very tired and it's because she's doing all of these tricks and it's high energy, something that she's not used to because lyrical dances, you know, with the kicks and everything. And this is more she's running around. She's doing all those tricks still because and I felt like in this Lorianne actually got the gist of it because she was throwing in a lot of those tricks and turns and everything mm-hmm. that judges look for. But she was also giving it a different twist and like that dance could be used in a dance competition and a dance video, music video and stuff. Like it was able to do both. Yeah. Which is why I think she did place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kalani's dance was amazing. I loved it. And um, it's like I feel like Kalani, I feel like even when Kalani has just this certain body type that attributes to her her skill as a dancer that Mm -hmm. even if you give her a dance without turns and leaps and um you know impressive things like that she still just has these like lines that it's it just seems I don't know it seems to go above and beyond even when you're not trying I don't know um but yeah it was it was a really cool dance but it's it's still um I guess just didn't have enough of the fireworks for the judges yeah. but um and then um and then we see the group dance um with the props of the doors mm-hmm. and can we talk about how Cameron got the lead oh that was so cool I know I thought that was really great for Cameron to actually because it was her first time ever being a lead in a group dance and I I thought she did amazing she yeah. really transformed into that character and really performed it. Yeah. Yeah. Cameron's such a great dancer to watch. And it's, it's cool that we're getting the chance to see her more and more. Yeah. Because she's really, she's really great. Um, so um, what did you think of the group dance? I thought it was great. Um, I felt like they really told the story. Like, you know how Abby always does the story ones? And I felt like she actually, Lorianne actually did that with this one too. Because I felt like it was close to Lorianne's heart. And I think the... I mean, I love the girls. <laughs> I think anything that they do, they actually perform it beautifully. They capture the story, the dances. They landed all the dances. They're always 
in synced and together when they hit every move. So I thought it was amazing. Yeah. I thought the I thought the I thought the dancing was amazing. Um I was a little confused. I don't know, personally, like I feel like if the doors weren't there, I don't know if I would have gotten what the dance was about. Hmm. But the dance itself was beautiful. It was so awesome seeing Cameron in the lead. It was so awesome um, seeing them all move together. I thought it was like a really beautiful dance. It was really, I really liked it a lot. But I, I like the costumes. I don't know if I would have understood. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Did you guys, did you guys get the concept fully? Let us know, you know, comment, let us know what you thought of the group dance and the solos. But yeah, I was just, um, I felt like if the doors weren't there, I probably would have been lost as to what it was about. Yeah. I mean, it could be. Maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah. Just picture it without the doors. (laughs) (laughs) But I think I still probably would have gotten it. Because you see Cameron in the beginning on the left, kind of like alone, trying to like figure like herself out. And then as the dance moves on, it's like the girls are more accepting. Mm-hmm. And then that's when they, they bring her in. So, I mean, it could it I could also be, really have to be hit over the head. Like, it just might be me. I'm like, I might like, just be too. Because, like, I have to, when something's very, like, interpretive or symbolic, I'm like, uh-huh. I don't, I, don't <laughs> I mean, maybe it. you probably, maybe I wouldn't have gotten the whole bathroom that it was, like, an issue of, like, trans um, and the restrooms because that, that's something that's been going on recently of, like, whether they should get, like, a separate um, bathroom. Mm-hmm. So I thought that maybe I wouldn't have gotten it if the doors weren't there. But I still feel like I probably would have gotten the message that it's about the trans community. Um, I felt like I probably would have still gotten that. Yeah, because, like, Target is putting in um, gender-neutral bathrooms. Mm-hmm. There's men, women, right Men, women, and then gender neutral. That's, like, what Target and, like, certain chains are doing now. Yeah. I haven't noticed if my local Target has a gender neutral bathroom yet. I know. I don't... Have you noticed if yours? I don't think mine does. I think mine has, like, a family one still. Mm-hmm. I'll keep an eye out. Um, and, uh, so, yeah. So, then we go to the judging. And, um, we, uh, start with the solos. And, uh... Bren doesn't place. Yeah. And then um, Kalani gets second. Which I would have thought she would have gone first for sure. (laughs) Yeah. And I thought at least Bren would have placed at least top three. Mm -hmm. But I guess it's not what the judges were looking for. In the beginning of the episode when um, I think Jill and some of the moms are saying like Kalani's always been Abby's favorite. Um... I don't know. I like it seems like like obviously Maddie was always Abby's favorite. I don't know if Kalani was always Abby's favorite. She kind of ebbed and float. Like sometimes she was, <laughs> sometimes she was just completely forgotten. Yeah. I felt yeah, Maddie has always been her favorite, but I felt like once Maddie left, then I felt like Abby had to get a new favorite. Mm-hmm. And I think Kalani kind of was. It was either Kalani or the minis. Because Abby was really into the minis, so mm-hmm. I think yeah, I can't either Kalani was, like, the first one or the second one. Eliana's going to be such an amazing dancer in a couple of years. I mean, she already she already is, obviously. I think she's, 
dare I say it, I think she's going to be a better dancer than Maddie. I think she's going to grow. Like, she's really, I feel like um, we should, like, put together side-by-side dance of Eliana. Producers should do this in a future episode. Have they had Eliana do a Maddie dance yet? Uh, No. Oh, they should do that. Because to see, like, side-by-side Eliana, um, like, almost versus, but, like, just seeing, like, how their styles if are they similar mm-hmm. you know like um can can eliana place with a dance that maddie always placed with like i would love to see mm, that, that would be interesting. all you dance moms producers out there that <laughs> clearly watch our recap every week um think about that one um and then so then the judges like uh so then we get to the group dance and they announce the winners of the group dance and the group gets second second yeah, yeah. So, well, we did better than last week. I know. They at least placed or didn't place that low. So, So I think Lorianne's getting there. (laughs) She's making... Slowly but surely. slowly but surely. She's back next week. So, maybe next week they get a win. Mm -hmm. They get first. So, we're just going to have to see. Why was this episode... Oh, I was going to say, why is this episode called All Choked Up? Oh, I guess it was because of Yolanda and (laughs) Stacey. So, uh, <laughs> um, good, uh, good puns, producers. Way to make a name there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's about it. Um, any, any other thoughts about this episode? Well, I thought, what did you think when, um, Lorianne came after the awards oh, and everything yeah. and was like, you moms are killing me. And then she started crying. I've never seen Lorianne crying. Well, in the two episodes yeah it it is really it 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 does a lot of this episode kind of made me think like wow maybe abby isn't as crazy as i thought she's still probably a little bit cuckoo for cocoa puffs but she's not as loopy as i had thought um and dramatic because it's kind of like if in your span of being a dance teacher to these type of moms like yeah you that will drive you out of your mind clearly Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I felt like maybe Abby also has a little bit more control with the moms because they've never gone in handsy with each other mm-hmm. up until this episode when Abby's not here and Lorianne is. So I don't know. I feel like maybe the moms got a little out of hand because Abby's not here and it's a new choreographer and stuff. So I think maybe that could have done with it. But I would have thought maybe they would have had a little bit more respect mm-hmm. that they have a guest. A-list choreographer. Yeah. Well, because so many jobs... um, Are you an actress? No. No? So many jobs are like... Once you're in L.A., um, a surprising amount of getting booked on something is just, can I have lunch with you? Like, are you chill enough to, like, hang with and you're not going to be a pain in the butt? You know? Mm -hmm. Like... So much of that. And if Lorianne Gibson really is, you know, well, she is somebody that they want to impress in order to, like, better their careers, they better put the right foot yeah. forward as far as, like, um, you know, I'm not drama to deal with, like. Yeah, and it's it's not even only just about, like, the acting um, or people in acting. Even, like, if you're trying to get a job in the industry or with anybody, you should still have some respect if, like, somebody's taking you know, time out of their day to come and help you. Mm -hmm. I think there should be some kind of like boundaries of, 
you know, what you should do. Totally. Or how you should act. So Yeah, I agree. I just sort of thought. <laughs> but it's dance moms. <laughs> <laughs> and it's reality TV. Yeah, it's reality what would there TV. be to watch if yeah. everybody just got along? It would be like the great British breakoff where yeah. there's no <laughs> drama. Um so I don't know if I should um mention a little bit what um like Okay, should I call this predictions? <laughs> it's just basically in the next episode, but um, we know that Lorianne's still going to be with us next week, so yes, we got that much. And um, do you? Let's see. Let's just for funsies because we have time. Let's throw out some predictions. How about that? And now you're after Buzz TV my prediction for next week is that even though like um Yolanda and um Stacy hashed it out and you know they were fine I feel like it's never fine on Dance Mom so I feel like they might actually bring it back Mm -hmm. for next week at least a couple of little blows here and there yeah um and another one is maybe Lorianne will finally get her first place Ooh. That would be great. Yeah. That would be great would for be the awesome next episode. Yeah. I feel like it's time. Yeah. It's her third week with us. <laughs> I feel like it's time to get that number one dance. Yeah. Um, I'm going to predict that Lorianne might bring in a, a new dancer. Maybe she feels that, like, you know, the team has so many great dynamics as it is, but maybe there's just, like, one thing that she thinks, like, this will be the thing that will really push it over the top. Kind of the way when Kathy from Candy Apples would, like, bring in a boy, or she always had, like, a whole new team yeah. every time, but she would always bring in this, like, secret weapon, secret weapon boy dancer who was just, like, insanity on the dance floor. So mm. I feel like maybe Lorianne has a, a, a secret weapon that she'll have join the team. Um, not officially because she can't. She doesn't. I don't think she has the jurisdiction yeah. to do that. But no, not while Abby's still. There. Yeah. But that would be cool. Maybe. Maybe that's how they get the win. Yeah. Maybe our predictions mixed together. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, but we definitely know Lorianne's coming back. Um. Uh, there's going to be some duets next week. We know that for sure. And um, I won't say any more from that. But we know what's going to happen. Um. <laughs> uh. So. <clears throat> You guys, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. And please remember to, like, comment and share. And um, please feel free to give us your thoughts on the um, when you think Cheryl Burke's going to come in, if we're going to have any other extra, like, guest choreographers along the way. What, what are your thoughts? What have you, what's the peek inside that you may have caught that we didn't? <laughs> uh, yeah, give us your thoughts. And um, as always, you can find um, you can find me on social media as Hey Tamra H E Y T A M R A. And where can they find you? And you guys can find me everywhere on Twitter and Instagram at Karina X B R G S. Yeah, yes. and also uh, keep watching After Buzz TV because we got a lot of really exciting things coming up. So mm-hmm. we will see you next week, guys. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later.
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.